And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, May 9th. I hope you had a good Mother's Day. Mark, did you have a good Mother's Day? Oh, fancy with your brunch. Really? You do a classic eggs benedict? Uh, we blew off my mother. I'm going to, my sister and I are going to take her out to lunch this week. So, uh, (laughs) she's feeling a little rattled, I think about the surge recently. So she kind of wanted to like, I don't want to go to a big place where there's a lot of people around where I will go on Thursday. We'll sit outside someplace. Be nice. So we're going to have a delayed mother's day celebration with Susan. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if you would like to know what to kind of do to celebrate some huge occasion, we're not the show for you. But if you have a financial question, we are. You can go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. And of course, please let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. Now, Mark and I did so much stuff in advance of my vacation um, a couple of weeks ago that, of course, we haven't done a lot of email stuff. So I have to get through some of these. It's very... Oh, it's, it's a lot. I know you guys got stuff and you want to do it. So we're going to get going again. Please be patient. If you do want a better shot at getting your question answered in a timely fashion, then when you send us your note, just let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. I don't know. You can't really jump the line, but you can, you can get to us quicker, right? Is that fair to say, Mark? Yeah. If like, you're like, oh, I have to make a pension decision in the next two weeks, then we're going to answer it. Okay. Well, I sh- we're going to try to, we don't want to promise but we want to endeavor. Okay. Arielle is in her early thirties. She lives in the South. She makes decent money. New to personal finance. What are some key things to begin? Debating on pulling from my 401k for a home down payment on a home. Well, how about no to that? That's a hard no. Savings 401k, what should you be doing? Okay. To start, as always, we like to say your big three. So number one, Where's your emergency reserve fund? You say you have savings. Can it cover you for six to 12 months? If so, fabulous. Debt, no debt. Consumer debt, car loans, unless they're like zero or 1%, no debt. Got it? Good. Number three, 
401k, you should probably be using a Roth. You didn't mention how much you actually earn, but I'm just thinking you're in your early 30s. So use that Roth and max it. So why are we buying a home? That's the big question, Ariel. And if there's some compelling reason, like, uh, I don't know, like, oh, I have an opportunity and I really want to take advantage of it. Well, then maybe, but I would not pull from a 401k ever to purchase a home. I just wouldn't. Oh no, Mark, this is from Dean. And, uh, you know what the subject is financial worries. Keep me awake at night. Oh no. All right. Dean listens to us on WBEN in Buffalo, which I love. Okay. And he says, love your positive comments about our city. Remember I had such a good time in Buffalo, Mark. That was so good. Okay. Dean's uh, married. He says, my wife and I are both retired. We do volunteer work and a part-time job. So he is 66. She's 61. And he took his social security at 62. She's going to take hers at 62. The financial advisor they work with said they're all set. And he says, no worries, but I still worry every day with a sad face. All right. Let's look at these numbers. IRAs are 1.9 million. Whole life policies with cash value of 200 grand. After tax investments and cash, 265 grand. Home is paid off. Five children. They're all married with families. They're doing okay. They're in good health. And he says, I want to enjoy retirement more than we have so far. Well, I mean, listen, you probably retired in the middle of a pandemic. So let's do that. They want to have a spending budget of 100 grand a year in the next 10 to 15 years. They've spent an average of, say, 85 grand a year since retirement started six years ago. Hmm. Uh, He's got Medicare. Wife has private insurance, 8,500 bucks. The investments yield $35,000 a year. Let's look at those numbers, Mark. So he's got 2.1. Let's just call it 2.2 because I'm going to leave some of that cash alone, right? So they've got $2.2 million. He says investments are yielding 35 grand a year. Okay. Personal income, including social security, 34 grand a year. I constantly worry that we're going to run out of money. I don't know what to say. Why are you worried so much? I mean, first of all, um, you could probably pull more than your 35 grand a year when you say your investments yield. Even if we just took two and a half percent out of your more than $2 million, you could pull like 50 grand, $55,000 a year. And then maybe just spend it and have fun. But you got to be willing to do it. Is there any way that these guys are going to run out of money? I mean, I wish they hadn't claimed Social Security so early, but whatever. That's where they are. Are they running out of money? It doesn't seem to be appearing that way. Yeah. I mean, you can probably pull more money out than that, but I would I would love for this person to come on the air. Dean, come on the air with us. Let's walk you through. What are you so worried about? I wonder, by the way, if the reason why he's so worried and the reason why they're not pulling as much money out of the portfolio is that they somehow want to say like, oh, we're going to... We want to leave a legacy to our five kids. I wonder if that's part of it. Sometimes that happens. Like all of a sudden you guys get nuts. You say, oh, I want to leave a legacy. But then you rob yourselves of the ability to spend some money and have fun. I would say go spend some money, have some fun. What's the problem? You know, don't ask for a problem. Life will give you problems. Don't worry. These things are not problems. Lana says, "Uh, hi, Jill and Mark. We have all of our money in IRAs. 
And I was wondering, should we convert $20,000 from traditional to Roth so we could stay in the 12% bracket or purchase $20,000 worth of I-bonds? Just can't figure out which makes more sense. It's hard to pass up the almost 10% interest rate of I-bonds. I'm not sure if that 20 grand compounding in a Roth will be worth more over time. I want to do the I-bonds. And because I'll tell you what, you can convert to the Roth next year. You let, let's see where things stand. I'm not sure where all the money came from, but I'll tell you what, uh, do the I-bonds. And you're going to tie your money up for five years. Who cares? It's amazing. It's an amazing deal. I don't know. I, if I could do hundreds of thousands of dollars of I-bonds, I would. Uh, okay. This is a long one. This is from Anthony. I love your show and what you guys do to help everyone's unique situation. So Anthony is 52 and a half. My wife is 53 and a half. I would like to retire from my job at 55 with 36 years of service. I'd stay longer, but an on-the-job injury plus 9-11 related issues will stop me from going longer. Mm, Sorry, that's awful. Okay, I make $120,000 a year depending on overtime. My wife has a small part-time job uh, due to caring for a 19-year-old child with mental health issues. My wife makes around 10,000, so they make 130 grand a year. I don't have a lot saved for my age, but here's our breakdown. Okay, $300,000 in a 401k, 30 grand in Roth IRAs, 25 grand in I-bonds, 10,000 in a taxable account, $40,000 cash in a high-yield savings account. Now I'm going to have an additional $140,000 rolled into an IRA at age 55 due to sick pay and partial pension distribution, which will reduce my pension $5,000 a year for life. Okay. So here's the pension mark, 82 grand a year. Ho, ho, ho. Um, And that's after the reduction. Job's going to cover all their health benefits to age 65 and will reimburse Medicare premiums. I need about 115,000 a year. Um, I have a second child. And I'm going to be helping her with student loans. Mm. Home is worth seven hundred grand. Two hundred forty thousand dollars left in the mortgage at three percent. Once my daughter's on her feet and all the loans are paid off, I'm going to probably move from New York to Florida, and plan on buying the next house with cash proceeds. Social Security sixty five, probably sixty seven, will be twenty five hundred a month with the wife taking half of his, so thirty seven fifty a month. And I also would try to do some Roth conversions until Social Security to try to stay in the 12%. I would not do conversions. I would definitely hoard your cash. I think because of your, I'm not, I, one, one quick question that I would have first and foremost is why are we taking this five grand reduction in the pension? Is that a fait accompli? In other words, why have a pension distribution of the $100,000 I think the five grand a year for life is worth more than the hundred, but maybe you want to keep money on hand. And and I want to know, is your pension payable to your wife if you die? That's a big question for me. If he's got 82 grand a year and she has no survivor benefits, there's not a ton of money for her. You need survivor benefits. So you may need to choose a pension option that will give you a lower pension amount with some ability for her to claim something if you were to die before, if you were to die in the near term. So he has, he said he's basically has to retire. So a couple of things come to mind. I mean, I think you're in good shape. 
I think that um, the 115 that you have, you're pretty close, right? Because you're going to have your social security will come in, but you know, you've got this 10, 12 year period where it's going to be a little bit dicey. What about working part-time for you? That's would seem like a good option for someone in your situation. Once you get social security, you have um, gross of like $127,000 a year. So that's pretty close. You won't get there a hundred percent, but that's pretty close. And then you'll have your money that you have saved. But I think there's like a problem in some respects that you have this money that you need between now, or let's say eight, the 10 years between 65-ish, sorry, 55 and 67. So 12 years. I mean, we could blow through a lot of this money in 12 years, Mark, if he doesn't actually start making money before pulling money out. So I think you guys got to figure out how to make up this the money that you will have. Like, you know, that benefit of social security, that 45 grand a year or so, you need to figure out how to create that stream of income with, between you and your wife. It maybe is helpful that he's going to move to Florida, right? Because he, if he does that, then he, then we don't have a mortgage payment and you have lower tax base. So that's possible, but that's still not going to happen immediately. So don't do Roth conversions. Do try to work part-time and let's see where you go next. All right, that's it. And that is the program. If you've got financial questions, we'd love to hear from you. JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you want to come on the air. We are trying to plow through some emails. So if you've written an email, but you are desperate to hear from us, say, oh, I'm going to change my mind. Resend it to us and say you want to come on the air. Okay? Uh, Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Okay? Do that. It'll be so great. It's a great, great Friday surprise every single Friday. Uh, All right. What else can I tell you? Um, Leave us a rating and a review on Apple because Mark says that's very important. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.